Hello and welcome to How I Built Bits, where I give you a cool tool, tip, or trick to improve your process and win back your time in 10 minutes or less. Clock's ticking, so let's get started. If you're a parent, you're probably familiar with something that I am just now coming out of after a six-year, we'll say, stint. It's 2 a.m. and my infant wakes up and is in need of a new diaper and bottle. So I get up and I head into their room. I'm half asleep. I need to undo their PJs, change their diaper, and then redo their PJs. And there is one type of pajama that are head and shoulders above the rest. The reverse zip pajamas. So good, in fact, that I'm certain that they were designed by parents that have had the same exact experience that I've just shared. So here's a quick primer for the uninitiated. There are several types of baby pajamas, and this is not an exhaustive list. There's the looped button. These are similar to dress shirts where you need to button the whole thing from collar to foot and you need to loop the buttons through a piece of thread. Snap buttons, which are similar to loop buttons with no loop. There's over the head pajamas. These are like a long shirt that usually snap at the bottom below the diaper. They don't cover the legs, so you'll need pants on cold nights. There's the zip pajamas. These zippers start at the foot and then you zip up the collar. And there is the reverse zip. The zipper starts at the collar and you zip down to the foot. Why does this matter? And why are reverse zipper the best pajamas? Here's the problem with baby pajamas. Only a sleep deprived parent dealing with a hungry crying baby in the middle of the night could understand the frustration of these other types of pajamas. First of all, only a sociopath could have designed looped button baby pajamas. Trying to fiddle with them in the dark because you don't want your baby to fully wake up with a squirming, hungry baby going from top to bottom is impossible. Snap buttons are slightly better, but they don't snap reliably. And when you get to the diaper area, there's a high probability that you will miss a button and have to redo your work. Remember, it is dark and you are half asleep. Zip, along with the button up, require you to take your baby's legs out of the pajamas to change the diaper. And this might seem trivial, but again, you're tired, you're cranky, your baby's tired and cranky and hungry. Mine would twist and turn. And so trying to manage all of that should be an Olympic sport. But reverse zip. Yes, the legs still have to come out. But the baby is only half out of the pajamas. And zipping down allows you to corral the legs a little and then get them mostly dressed before having to get the legs back in. This is much easier. It is the difference maker. And if you're thinking... Joe, you have spent too much time thinking about baby pajamas. You probably haven't experienced changing a baby five to ten times a day, at least one or two of those in the middle of the night. But whoever invented the reverse zip pajamas, they are, or they were, because they understand the problem. 
you must understand the problem you're solving in your business. See, when you offer a product or service, you need to understand the problem you're solving. If you don't, you'll end up with a lackluster or straight up frustrating product like the looped button baby pajamas. Seriously, people, function over form when it comes to babies and what they sleep in. Thank you very much. But if you do understand the problem and you communicate it well, potential customers will know, like, and trust you faster. And that means they'll become customers faster and they'll become loyal because they feel like you know them. Guess the only type of baby pajamas my wife and I bought from that moment on. You need to talk to your potential customers. This is a theme that comes up on this show all the time. Having the same problem and solving it for yourself definitely helps you understand and communicate that understanding. One of the reasons I'm an effective podcast coach is because I've been through it. I've made the mistakes. I've known the problems. And I can speak the same language as potential clients. But understanding the problem doesn't necessarily mean you need to have the same problem. If you're not necessarily going through it, but you think you can offer a solution, talk to potential customers. This is advice I've gotten time and time again. You can't speak their language if you don't know what they're saying. So create a minimum viable product or an MVP and let people use it. Conduct user interviews, listen to the words they use, and use the same language on your sales page in your talks. When people are giving you money, they want to know you have the solution they need. If you want to make baby clothes, make sure you know everything about the people who have to put those clothes on their babies in the middle of the night when everybody's cranky and tired and hungry. That's it for this episode of How I Built Bits. If you liked it, leave a rating and review in Apple Podcast. You can get a written-to-be-read version of this article over in the show notes. And until next time, get out there and build something.